Good afternoon, Packers fans. Welcome to your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Tuesday. The Packers have off of the practice field, but they're still doing stuff like signing running back James Robinson uh, to the practice squad and uh, letting go of my guy, DeAndre Thomas, unfortunately, who I really liked. But world moves on. Signing a running back. What does it mean? Uh, we'll probably know a little bit more tomorrow, but uh, probably, and I underline italicized probably just a depth signing, but can never really be too sure. Coming off a bye week, we know Aaron Jones missed that game in Vegas after practicing all week. Who knows? Maybe they need somebody else in the rotation going forward, or at least the ability to bring someone up on game day from the practice squad. They can do that three times, possibly while they wait for Aaron Jones' hamstring to heal. I'm trying not to think about it that way. I'm trying not to be doomsday here, but we know hamstrings are tricky things, and goodness knows this team needs all the help it can get at the running back spot if Aaron Jones continues to sit on the shelf. So more developments on that, and uh, as we go through the week, we'll hear from Matt LaFleur tomorrow. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about Yash Nyman today to start things out, just because it's just weird to me that he can't see the field given all the problems they've had up front throughout the course of the start of this season. And I don't think you know it's a solution of or it's a solution in and of itself to get Josh Nyman on the field. But I do think in the spirit of what Matt and the coaches always talk about regarding getting your best five out there, I think, and I've said this a million times in the past kind of three weeks or so, if you're moving Zach Tom to center where you did have a competition this summer uh, with he and Josh Myers, if you use Zach Tom along the interior at the center position and play a guy in Josh Nyman, who has played a boatload of football for you, 50 games from 20 to 2022 with 21 starts, 11 of which he started at right tackle, by the way. In lieu of all of the issues and the problems we've seen trying to not only keep Jordan Love on his feet, but to do anything of note in the running game, I don't know what the plan was for Yash if they did sign his, you know, offer him that tender this offseason, pay him $4.3 million, and then, yes, had a competition, which apparently he lost out to Rasheed Walker. That's fine. That happens. I understand that. But that's coming out of training camp, where you have plans and ideas of backing up David Bakhtiari and possibly, you know, playing on the right side. Okay, you lost out to Zach Tom. I get all of that. That makes sense. That's football. I understand it. But to now have gone through, what, basically three games where your offensive line cannot hold up in any regard to the point where you can't operate on offense, especially coming out and at kickoff, it's just bizarre to me that something hasn't been done along the front. And maybe the bye week is what it takes to you know, shake things up, to make a what I guess they would consider a significant move, but... It is a very curious case when you look at Yash Nyman, especially, I'm sure you all remember Stenovich's very terse response when asked about the competition and how some people rise to the challenge and some people don't. And then Matt LaFleur having to try to walk back those comments with The Athletic. Um, and then you can, you know, toss it all the way back to the playoff game where Adam Stenovich, who admitted it was his call, wanted to put a 
one, basically one-legged Billy Turner out there in favor of a guy who had played along your front for a month plus at a pretty high level. I'll never understand what has happened to Yash Nyman, especially considering what they've done contractually to keep him around. And then for as much as they've struggled up front, for it to seemingly be impossible for him to sniff the field, it is a true mystery to me. And I'm sure there are reasons within the building that make all the sense in the world to them. But on the outside looking in, it is incredibly curious. Incredibly curious. Hello to everybody in the comment section. So good to see everybody. Sorry for my late start. Had uh, issues with my Chrome heading into this uh, live stream here. So I'm coming to you on Firefox this afternoon. So anything could happen. I kid, I kid, I kid with the Firefox. But I, I do hope you're all doing well. I want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Firecracker Farm. You know the drill. Spice up your game with Firecracker Farm's amazing hot salt. Everything is better with hot salt. What is it? Sea salt infused with ghost, reaper, and scorpion pepper. It's great for grilling, dips, and cocktails. You name it. Who makes it? It's a family brand made by hand in small batches, not in a factory. The guy that makes it is cool and a friend of Cheesehead TV. He, his wife, and kids grow the peppers on their farm and make the hot salt right there. And I know what you're saying. Do the kids really help grow the peppers? Yes, people. Yes, they do. Right now, Firecracker Farm is offering a 20% discount for Cheesehead TV viewers and listeners for a limited time on your first order. So go ahead. Go to firecracker.farm now. Place your order and get ready to spice up your game. Don't forget to use CHTV at checkout for 20% off. That's firecracker.farm, promo code CHTV for 20% off. Do it, folks. You know you want to spice up your game. I got to lean into that phrase. It's such a good phrase. Like, mm, spice up your game. Like, it's just good. It feels good to say. Do it at home. Do it with me right now, right? Spice up your game. You see? It feels good, right? Spice it up. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hello, everybody in the comments. Oh, mix it up. Good to see you. Mm. Got my throat good there. Mmm. Mm, spice up the game. Good stuff. Dennis is here. Hello, Dennis. Saying hello to the world. How are you, man? Braden, thanks for the super chat. Jordan is young, but turnover numbers have to go down. No question about it. I will only say, not too dissimilar to the turnovers we saw from Brett Favre early in his career. And, uh, you know, week four of Rogers' first year as a starter through three picks. So, no doubt. No doubt. The Turnovers kill you. It's hard to win football games in the National Football League when you're giving the ball away, especially considering where Jordan has handed the last two opponents basically in a possession inside the red zone, both in Vegas and in Lambeau against the Lions. Can't do it. You're, you're, you're putting yourself, and now the defense has stood up at least, you know, uh, on one of those occasions, but you cannot keep handing the opponent A, the football, but B, in scoring position. That is just that is a hard way to live in the league. You got you got to take that and learn from it, and make sure it, it's going to happen again occasionally. Eventually, turnovers do happen, but not with such regularity, especially not in the same game. Cannot do it. Abdul, what's up, man? Thanks for super chat, hey, Aaron. Are you surprised we moved on from Taylor after how much time slash snaps we invested in him? Robinson wouldn't be a bad third stringer. It would be nice to see what he can do. I will say, yeah, I'm a tad surprised, although not because of, you know, the level of talent, which I think Patrick Taylor is a fine back, but, you know, he, he, he 
he doesn't excel in any one area. I do think he's very solid. And to your point, did do a lot with them as far as he'd been with the squad a number of years and always, always showed up when, when called upon. I keep thinking back to that playoff game where AJ got hurt at the start of the second half. It was clear they were pretty reluctant to put him out there because they wanted you know, Aaron Jones to get as much work as possible as they were desperate to extend their season. But when Patrick Taylor was called upon, he was really good, both you know, the limited carries he got, but especially in pass protection, which is what they always talk about when it comes to the job description of the third running back. You've got to contribute on special teams. you got to be lights out in pass pro. And Patrick's been those things. Um, I do wonder, and I haven't gotten any intel on this, but I do wonder you know, if the Packers' plan had been okay, we're going to keep bringing him up. And now, obviously, they had signed him to the 53 because they had to, and then they cut him. Was their plan to try to bring him back on the practice squad? And Patrick said, yeah, no, thanks. I'm done with this yo-yo nonsense. I mean, I again, I don't know anything, but that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. I'm sure every guy's looking for stability at some point, and he keeps contributing and not being kind of appreciated in the sense that he's kept on the 53. So, hell, even coming out of training camp, they kept Emmanuel Wilson, who can't sniff the field or touches of any meaningful kind, but they're trusting Patrick Taylor in these situations. You know, if I'm Taylor, I'm thinking, well, okay, so just keep me on the 53. You know, let Wilson do the yo-yo act, but that was not the case. Um, As far as Robinson goes, I mean, look, he had a very, very, very exciting, productive rookie season. There's no doubt about it, and I... Loved his style, his play style in in that season. But he has not been the same since he suffered that Achilles injury. He has bounced around to a bunch of different places. I know uh, he was, uh, I believe, with the Giants in the preseason. It's just not been pretty since that Achilles injury. So, you know, uh, clearly they, you know, gave him the workout. He must have looked good in the workout. They must feel pretty good about his, you know, his health, his explosiveness, etc., We'll see how much he sees the field. And I know I said it in the video this afternoon, and I'll say it here again. I, you know, and I tell I reiterated, I believe, in the intro here. Who knows what Aaron Jones' status is? We'll see. I mean, he could very well practice all week and not play again on Sunday. Maybe this is a way of mitigating that. Anything's possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, relax. Uh, I appreciate the super sticker. Thank you so much. Abdul, thanks again. Any idea when Gary's snap count is removed? Well, I know his injury designation was removed, so I got to think if if it wasn't in uh, Vegas, I'm sure it 
probably will be in uh, in Denver. Uh, Big B says, no, Patrick told me the Packers didn't want him back. Well, there you go. Big B with the scoop. Didn't want him back. We're done. No thanks. Sayonara. Not even a Rolex. Unbelievable. YouTube user. What a handle. Finally made a live. Love your show. I listen to replays every day on Spotify. Well, that is very, very kind of you to say. Thank you very much. In a world where, let's just say online, you get a lot more hate than you get love. I really appreciate it, man. Uh, this Josh situation, I believe you mean Josh situation, reminds me of the Nixon situation. Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a great analogy, but I, I think I get what you're going for there. Soder. So now we can all complain about Wilson not seeing the field. Uh, I mean, I've seen a couple, a couple of people grousing about it already. So uh, maybe that check is in the mail, Soder. Abdul, thanks again, man. Refresh my memory, but did Nyman really struggle with that much in camp? I don't remember hearing much about that from beat reporters while following camp. I don't know that he struggled. I, I don't think he was lights out. Um, but no, there wasn't a great run of terrible play from Yash this summer. Certainly not that I saw. Um, now, look, it, it, I'm, I don't want to make it sound like Yash Nyman is like the second coming of Lane Johnson or something. But, you know, he started a lot of football for them. And played at a pretty damn high level. Now, down the stretch last year, yes, he was dealing with an injury, but I just can't. Again, it's just mysterious to me that this kid can't sniff the field given what they're going through up front. I don't know. <laughs> Do I sense some sarcasm here, Safa Dog? Love is a franchise QB. Great pick, proving out. He's played five games, my guy. Five football games. Relax. What do I think James Robinson will bring as a Packer, Callum? Oh, I want to make a joke here, but I'm not going to. Um, he'll uh, he'll bring some experience, a little bit of experience. Um, I tell you what, you know, from his time as a productive runner in the league, he's a tough, tough guy, and you definitely saw a dude who's not afraid of contact, running into dudes, running over dudes, uh, power. Back then, coupled with some decent speed, I don't know how much speed is left, given that you know teams keep working him out and they were signing him and then letting him go right away. I you know, my guess would be he's a depth signing and in case of emergency break glass type thing, but crazier stuff has happened than James Robinson coming in and being productive. Uh, could that happen? Sure. I doubt that's the case, but man, craziness pure craziness has happened before and will happen again johnny rivers he's back how are you man thanks for being a carry the g club member love deserves some patience canton however does not i say we go on a hunger strike next year to get sterling where he belongs see see now you're talking some sense there johnny yeah canton i mean i'm all out of patience with canton i i, I they sapped all my patience with jerry kramer you know and they're sapping it with Sterling, they're sapping it with Mike Holmgren. Like, they're just player. Uh, Leroy Butler. How, I mean, how many different dudes got to wait for how exponentially long? In uh, the patience, I'm all out. I, I got no more. Like, and look, the Leroy Butler thing. Like, I I always thought there was a chance he'd get in, and he finally got in. So I'm happy. Mike Holmgren, I'm not wait. I'm not holding my breath. But man, Sterling Sharp, 
he should have been in a decade ago. It is patently absurd that he is not a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, absurd. Nags, what is something that the offense can do versus the Broncos that is not a home run but will improve getting first downs? Well, I mean, I I sound like a broken record, and I know, Brandy, you were listening this afternoon on Carry the G Radio, but first down is killing them in the sense that they've got to stay ahead of the sticks early in some of these kind of way they keep putting themselves on, you know, get back on track situations where a holding call or a drop or whatever puts them in second and 10 or third and 15 or what have you, man, I'm not saying that they got to quote, run the ball more because I think that's a bit of a misnomer. First down is the easiest down to throw on. And I do think they have to give or get Jordan into a rhythm sooner and roll him out, get him on the edge, or hell, bunch sets, get some rub routes going, get guys in the flat with some easy completions, quote-unquote easy in the NFL. It's not really ever easy, but some quick, somewhat easier throws rather than continuously coming out and you calling these long developing pass routes where Jordan has to sit back there and survey the defense and have the guys hit their landmarks and let it rip, hopefully on time with the coming out of the break, all of this timing needing to be married up and all of it instead of run the ball, get some short completions, get Jordan in a rhythm and then start letting him press the ball down the field. Cause I think he can do it. We've seen him do it. I just think asking him to do it right out of the gate is where they're somewhat going awry. Also, yes, as Soder says, give the ball to Aaron Jones. That's what that's the part of running the football, which should help if Jones is back. We don't know if he's going to be, though. <laughs> Adam says, cool with the play action Packers, please. I, I disagree on that. I think more play action, the better. Um, uh, Every metric will tell you, you don't need a successful running game to be effective in the play action game. Uh, I think the play action works, and especially the way they utilized it against the Raiders out of the pistol, I think it was really smart. Um, I would like to see more stretch zone again, hopefully with Aaron Jones back and then boot action off of that. I think that will help a lot, but we'll see. David teams have film on the Packers. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. And the Packers have film on the teams more at 11. I love it. Time to patch things up with Kylan Hill. Oh, no, <laughs> no, that ain't, that ain't gonna happen. Kylan Hill had his chance and he blew it. It's criminal. Cower got in before Holmgren. All right, I don't know if it's criminal, but it is unfortunate. Yes. Any news on Aaron Jones? No news on Aaron Jones. We won't have nothing until tomorrow. Though he did make an appearance this morning on the Packers salute to service press conference. Uh, outside of that, no, no, we won't get any kind of indication when regarding Aaron Jones until tomorrow. Uh, first injury report of the week will be out tomorrow afternoon, but we should hopefully hear from Matt LaFleur prior to that, and the guys will be out there at practice, maybe get a better indication of where he's at. But no, no news today. Stanley, thanks to the Super Chat. Is Rudy Ford playing at Pro Bowl caliber this year? Bit premature on that one. I, I think he's playing well and better as the year goes on, and I do think he's coming off his best game in Vegas, but we've got a ways to go here. Um, it's not like he was lights out right out of the gate. Uh, I think he's certainly 
probably playing the most physical of anybody in the secondary, um, including Rasul, who I think is physical as hell. But yeah, I'm not ready to say he's Pro Bowl worthy just yet. You got a ways to go there. Daniel, what's up? How you doing in Houston? Thanks for checking out the stream. Really appreciate it, man. Please, no more sprint left. Oh, Nathan. Man, they ran sprint right option, but their version of sprint right option was sprint left option. And I know JT O'Sullivan went over it and how much he hated it. And I can't echo it enough. Uh, I've, you know, that my kind of take on that play for years has been why are you cutting off half the field for your quarterback in a gotta have it situation? If it's third down in the red zone, I hate it. Like, I don't mind it on first down. Like, I don't love it in general down in the red zone where everything kind of is condensed and you're making things even more condensed by rolling them out. But on first down, at least you're not like hell bent. Like it's now where I'm kicking, you know, third, that call on third down. Oh, it's a tough one. And I know, I think people kind of, I'm not saying this is Matt, but I think people are by people. I mean, play callers a little bit romantic about this call because it is so famous, you know, Joe Montana, Clark and the end zone and the NFC championship game back in the day. Like it's a bit kind of embedded in brains as far as the NFL world goes, but man, we're way past it being effective. Like every once in a while you see somebody complete it and yes, it's, it's always exciting when it happens, but man, yeah, no, no, I'm not, not a fan, not a fan. You're, you're limiting your, you're limiting your options on a play where you've got to have it. Not, not a big fan. Uh, let's go sports. What's up, man? How you doing? (laughs) <laughs> Joe, stop doing end arounds when you can't run north, south, east, west, or execute a screen. Yeah, I mean, Joe, you're not uh, you're not lying there. I, I don't disagree with your police work on that one. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. If you're a Patreon member or a Carry the G Club member, I'll see you at the top of the hour for our weekly happy hour. Really excited to chat with you all. Uh, The rest of you, please hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.